0: All right, I want to continue in our prayer series. How many been enjoying this? Right, leaning into that. How many of your prayer life has gone up another level? How many feel that, right? You've leaned in. You're sharpening this. This, this is not just a nice little series that we're going to kind of get into and then move on to something else. You know, we're trying to check the box, trying to motor through series. No, this is this is a part of who we are as believers, learning how to pray, learning how to engage God, learning how to operate in, in this, this faith-filled, effective type of praying, right? So So I want to continue in that, and I want to just – Throw a little amen on the men's and women's prayer, okay? I'm telling you. I'm telling you, don't do your week without it. Do not do it. Do not attempt it. It is a dangerous approach to life to try to live without men's and women's prayer, okay? And uh, we just went to two uh, locations for our men's prayer now. That was amazing, Come on, Bressy and San Marcos, both men and women. We've got prayer happening at our campuses and, and shift happens. I gotta enunciate that well. Uh, I, got, I Slowed way down for that one uh, in our lives, so make sure, you, make sure you're out there and a part of it. I'm gonna begin in Philippians chapter two, and I wanna start in verse 10. And uh, the title tonight is "At the Name of Jesus." So I'm going say at the, "At the Name," "At the Name of Jesus." Philippians chapter two, verse ten says this: "That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ." is Lord, to the glory of God the Father, at the name of Jesus. man. this verse is power-packed. This verse is second to none. There, there's so much in here. I'm going I'm to highlight a few things. First of all, it speaks about kind of the end of all things, that at the end of, an end of the story of humanity, when the timeline of humanity runs out, there is an ultimate victory that King Jesus has. He reigns supreme. The Bible says that the kingdoms of this world ultimately become the kingdoms of our Lord and Christ, right? At the end of the day, we win. There's victory at the end. There's strength at the end. There's no human kingdom that reigns supreme at the end. There's no satanic agenda that reigns supreme at the end. It is Jesus and him alone. He is the king. He is the Lord. He is savior. He reigns forever and ever and ever. Amen. At the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. I don't care what you protest now. I don't care what your opinion is now. Oftentimes people will say, you're always talking about Jesus and God and politics and America. Some people don't believe in God. I'm like, well, that has zero impact on God's reality, whether or not you believe in him. It it literally doesn't. I'm sorry that you don't. I'm believing that you're gonna get a revelation of him because one way or the other, either in this life or the next, you will bow. You will bow to the name of Jesus. So it speaks to the end of things, but also speaks to today, right here in our world, right now, that that at the name of Jesus, at his name. Things begin to shift. At His name, things begin to change. At the name of Jesus. Not your name, not my name, not your greatest favorite preacher, leader, pastor, motivational speaker, whatever, politician. Not at anybody's name, but at His name, right? At the name of Jesus. If you need something to begin to bow, you need to begin to speak the name of Jesus, right? Every knee is gonna bow. Every circumstance has got to bow. Sickness is going to have to go. It's going to have to bow to the name of Jesus. Fear is going to have to go. It has to bow to the name of Jesus. You know, how many know that fear is one of the primary things that's happening right now on our planet, right? Fear is, is the, the, this, this grimy spirit of fear that the Bible says. God says, I didn't give you that, Right? So if you're riddled in fear, I just want to remind you, there's hope for you, there's freedom for you, and God did not give that to you. That's not, a, that's not from God. That's not from your Father. Your Father's gift to you is power, love, and a sound mind, right? That's what God's given you. So you don't have to live in fear. You don't have to be bound by it. You don't have to just cope with it either. I wanna encourage you, don't settle for a coping mechanism to just get along with your anxiety or get along with your depression or get along with your fear or try to survive with it. Don't settle for survival when it comes to a spirit of fear over your life. You can get rid of it. At the name of Jesus, fear has to go. It has to go. It has to go. Someone say, it's gotta go. It's gotta go. I'm telling you what, fear has to leave. Sickness has to leave. Whatever you need to start bowing, you need to start using the name of Jesus. You got to start using the name. You know, one time uh, I was asked by my employer, I to you know, fulfill some task, you know, get some project done, try to figure something out. This was years ago. And I was trying to you know, accomplish this you know, mission of some kind and it was just taking too long. I wasn't getting through, There was a lot of red tape. I was getting blocked in by you know, uh, the you know, receptionists and different steps and whatnot. And finally he says to me, uh, well, did you tell them my name? Well, I said, yeah, you know, I wasn't really trying to you know, name drop and use that because I knew there was a connection there, but I wasn't really trying to do that. He said, are you kidding me? Like I have actually built this name for years and years and years. I have this reputation with them. Why in the world would you go and try to accomplish that without just using my name? Right. He will get you access right away it'll get you past all the red tape it'll get you past all the hey you know what let me see if he's here let me check real quick he's not here okay all right you know you're gonna get you past all of that all of the little hoops all of that you're gonna get right to the answers you need he's like listen i built a great name use my name and the same thing with the name of jesus i'm telling you what he went to the cross he conquered hell sin and the grave Come on, somebody better start using the name of Jesus. Somebody use the name. Come on. Nothing else bows to any other name but the name of Jesus. Come on. Everything's got to go. Every Man. I just need to know how much my check is going to get garnished if I break this by hitting it so hard. Okay. What's, what's, What's the process? Um, everything's got to go every demon's got to go every sickness got to go every fear's got to go every everything in your world that you need to start bowing you got to start using the name of Jesus why why the kneeling why that posture right it's a submission thing right you, you know using movies where it's like come on bow to the king or kneel or whatever right and a lot of times maybe they'll they'll smack their legs to force them to kneel like you know some you know more tyrannical type of a deal you know Similar to now, and uh, right, they'll just right. They're trying to force you to kneel, right? Um, that that's the posture, right? You, there's going to have to be a kneeling, and that the kneeling is a is a is a submission thing. Now, right now, you know, with with everything that we're facing, a lot of times I don't like. I, I, I'm usually like piping off against submission, right? I'm saying and tyranny. Stop forced everything, right? But there is a submission that is right. Right? There is a godly submission. There is a way that God has designed it. James 4, verse 7 and 8, literally two of my favorite verses. It's so hard. How many have like a 1,000 favorites? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like every time I preach, this is it. This is the favorite. This one right here. Until next week. Then that will be... Also my favorite, but this is, this really is a favorite favorite, okay? James 4, verse 7. Submit. Someone say submit. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. What a beautiful thing. First of all, one of the things I love about this verse is it showcases God's desire to be with you, to be near to you. He says, come close to God. He'll come close to you. If you've ever wondered, I just want to pause on that for a second. If you've ever wondered if God likes you, if God's interested in you, if God wants to be around you, look no further, right? Look no further than James, four, seven, and eight. He wants you to be close to him. He wants to come close to you. He wants you to come close to him, right? In many ways, I oftentimes try to like, okay, what's the, what's the point? I try to boil things down sometimes into what's the main thing? And I really feel like, it may, may feel a little bit of an oversimplification sometimes. But one of the biggest things I really genuinely feel like uh, that most of the Bible is basically this message, God loves you and wants to be close to you. That after he created us, he loved us, gave us purpose, sin separated us from God, the rest of the book is him bringing you back to himself. The rest of the book is the journey of the creator of heaven and earth redeeming that which was lost, saying, I refuse for my kids to stay distant from me, so I'm going to bring you close. How amazing is that? This is the story. That's the gospel. That is what the good news is, is my sin doesn't have to keep me away from God anymore. That's the good news. That's the good news. I get to come close. I get to be near him. That's amazing. But the beginning of this is the submit yourselves unto God, resist the devil. The other thing that's pretty awesome is that you can resist the devil. You can resist him. A lot of times people don't grow up with that. They just think the devil's big, bad, ugly. You're scared of him. You're running from him. You're hiding from him, trying to avoid him. I'm telling you what, you have the power to resist the devil. And the Bible says he's going to flee from you. You have the authority. You've got that thing that God has given you. have the ability to not allow the devil to keep beating you up. You can stand up and begin to resist the devil. i will cause him to leave. He's got to go. He's got to go. Right? When you, when you use the name of Jesus, the enemy has to flee from your life. You know, when, when I first came to Awaken, there was a couple scenarios where I realized I was allowing the devil to rob my life, and I didn't realize it. I was just letting him. I didn't, I didn't realize there was a two kind of specific areas. One was in the area of kind of uh, real estate deals that my wife had. It kept, felt like everything kept falling through. Everything kept falling through. And finally, I don't, I don't know, Pastor Matt, Pastor, somebody was like, hey, Stop letting the devil steal those deals from you. I was like, oh, I can do that? Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna stop him. Yeah. Yeah. Next, then after that, I started, come on. The enemy's not gonna have any of these deals. Nothing's gonna steal us. Nothing's gonna come in between this. This is gonna close. We're gonna see this thing through, right? And as we do that, sure enough, things started closing. And not couldn't just keep robbing from me, couldn't keep stealing, couldn't keep cheating on, on, on what my wife was trying to do. God, God put his hand on it. The other thing is when I would travel and preach, it felt like chaos kept breaking out at home. Every time I leave, all of a sudden, oh, babe, the kid's sick. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, what's going on? Someone said, I think Pastor Leanne was the one who told, uh, told Katie, said, hey, That used to happen to us all the time when pastors were going to travel. You just got to have Samuel declare the blood of Jesus over your home, guard the home while you're gone. I said, that's simple. I can do that. I can do that. Right? So I just began to pray. Come on, the blood of Jesus surrounds this home. Just like the Israelites put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost and the enemy could not harm them. Begin to do that. Exercise that approach. Right? You have the authority. You've got this God-given authority to not allow the enemy to rob from you, steal from you, and you can use the name, right? You can use the name of Jesus. But the, the secret sort of of this is that, is the beginning of that. It's the word that we don't really like right now. It's the word submit. Submission is the key here. Submission to God is the key. Hebrews 5, 7, it's a really interesting passage. Maybe we don't, here, read a lot. Um, it's every, every, every time I get to my Bible reading plan, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty wild verse. Hebrews 5, 7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petition with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Wow, wow what a statement. That's our Savior. That's Jesus himself. When he was living here on earth, when he was operating in the, the God-man scenario, right? When he was going to the cross, when he was living this sinless, perfect life, he, the Bible says that his prayers were heard because of reverent submission. And here in James 4, 7 and 8, it says that the devil is going to flee from you. You can resist him, and, and all that is amazing, but it's, it's, it's the precursor to that reality is that you submit yourselves to God. There has to be that part of the story for the rest of the the verse to work. You can't expect the devil to flee if you're not submitted. And actually, I highly discourage you attempting to resist the devil if you are not submitted to God. That happened a couple times in the Bible. It didn't go well, right? You remember that? The, The seven sons of Sceva, they went out and said, I like this thing. So they said, you know, in the name of... Jesus, whom Paul preaches, they start trying to cast demons out. The demons look right at him and say, hey, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? <laughs> and then he just beat them up, right? Right? Because they weren't in submission. They weren't under authority. They didn't have the name of Jesus. They hadn't been operating it. So we got to submit to Jesus. Then we can resist the devil. Right. When my life is submitted to Jesus, then I can begin to resist the enemy in my life, in my world, in my business, in my school, in my city, in my state, in my nation. But I've got to come. I've got to come to that place. I've got to posture myself in a place of submission and surrender to Jesus. Too many times in kind of Western civilization, we try to approach Christianity or following Jesus very much on our own terms, on my own comfort level, on what I like or don't like. Oh, you know what, you know, I'm into that, not into that, like it's some a la carte engagement with God, like I'm picking on a menu and don't like that, we'll skip that, can we? Can we add, actually, can I double up on the blessings? Let's get rid of the submission, uh, right? That's, that's not how a relationship with Jesus works. I get all of the promises of God's word when I'm underneath the flow, when I'm submitted, right? When I'm submitted to God, when I'm submitted to his word, when I position myself in that place, man, that's when, that's when all the authority comes your way. That's when you can resist the devil, and he's gonna flee from you. He has to flee. He has no option. You do not have to live in torment. But if you've been maybe just trying to live under your own strength, if you've been trying to do things in your own ability, if you've been trying to live under the authority uh, of the cultural narratives or underneath authority of even uh, a parent or underneath of some opinion or your own approach or your philosophy or your experience or your lived experience or whatever the scenario might be you've tried to submit under that and you're wondering why you can't get traction against the enemy getting out of your life it's time to switch your submission underneath Jesus when I submit my life to him, that's when I'm gonna be again to be able to resist the enemy. Amen? Amen. I mean, let's stand to our feet. I wanna pray, and give you guys an opportunity to respond to that. Chances are high, just chatting through that, these last few minutes, the Holy Spirit's probably already highlighting maybe an area that you need to surrender. An area of your life that if you're honest, it's not been submitted. Maybe it's your whole life. Maybe you're here and you're newer. Maybe you've never really surrendered your life to Jesus. Or maybe you have, but if you're honest, you're like, man, I've been keeping this part of me. Uh, God, you you have my heart, but this is me, and I'm going to keep that. And and you're you're in this tension point where you go, man, it's time to surrender all. It's time to submit it all. It's time to really come underneath the authority of heaven so I can begin to use the name of Jesus the way it's designed rather than trying to do things in my own strength, trying to do things in my own ability. But I'm going to surrender to him. So I'm going to give you a moment. Just lift up your hands. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Is there an area right now that you know, man, I need to surrender that? I need to bring that to Jesus. Maybe you're, man, the light bulb's coming on, you're like, man, I have been just getting hit left and right, not realizing I've been allowing the devil to just mess with me. And maybe you are submitted, but you just haven't been taking your authority. You haven't been resisting. Maybe that's you tonight. But you say, man, I want to submit to God everything, and I want to begin to resist the devil. If you know this is you, speaking to you right where you're at, for a variety of scenarios this could apply but the holy spirit's applying it perfectly how he does if that's you say so you know what include me in that i want to pray i want you to just make your way out of your seat come down here to the altar we're going to pray together for a few minutes just if any anything like that i want you to come out of your seat right now come down to the front let's pray together thank you jesus Come on, anything unsubmitted, Any, anything that you know, man, I, 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 need, to, I need to lay this at the, at the altar. You just know, man, maybe the man, enemy's been messing with you no more. Come on, no more. Thank you, Jesus. You know, this is, a, this is my favorite place. <laughs> the altar is literally my favorite place. This is where God has changed me transformed me shifted so much in my life is just coming to this place and surrendering again surrender again surrender again lay it all down what's unsubmitted what in your thoughts is unsubmitted what in your actions is unsubmitted what part of your heart have you been at ah, everything but not that place not that situation not that circumstance not that job not that relationship Many are responding here and those watching online right now what, what is that right now bring it to jesus surrender it to him right now so everyone down here and i think most of you are able to make your way down just lift up your hands towards heaven and just be you begin to talk to god right now come on lay that down surrender that to him confess that to him lay it down what what is that thing you've been wrestling with? you've been trying to do it in your own strength. And this is the moment you're saying, okay, Jesus, I'm submitting to you. I'm submitting this area of my life to you. I need your strength. I need to walk in that authority again. I need to walk in that favor. I need to walk under the the, 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 the alignment of heaven as I walk in authority. Come on, sometimes these altar moments, and I'm going to pray over it over you guys. We're going to pray in a second, but this is a moment where you get to engage with God right now. You get to do some business with heaven right now. You get to release some things. You get to talk to God. You get to surrender. You get to confess. You get to get your life in alignment with heaven right here, right now. Come on, right here, right now. I'm going to have Chad just sing us through this song, and, and then we're going to pray together. But I want you guys, come on, lay it all down. Get your life into submission and surrender to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Watch how authority begins to come. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.